Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. Today, we want to know, how do you know if you're a big D at work? Care to explain, Penny? <laughs> sure. It's um, It's got nothing to do with size or girth. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, it doesn't. No. So what we want to go through today is explaining the DISC profile system and why they are so important to the workplace. So what is DISC profiles, you ask? That is a great question. Look, it is. we've spoken about the importance of personality tests in the workplace before, but we really wanted to get into the nitty gritty of the DISC profiles in particular there are free resources that you can use and we will add them to our show notes and if you ever need anything just slide into our dms as we always say however the disc assessment is a behavior assessment tool it aims to help people understand both their working and leadership style i think the way i like to describe it outside of you know how you google it is I think a disc profile is like that mirror to yourself that you can't really tell other people. Yeah. It's kind of like all the things that you don't realise that you do, somebody telling you that completely emotionless and just purely scientific. Yeah, it's um it's pretty it's pretty confronting the first time you see it. I if anyone is anything like me, the first time I read my disc profile was like, oh, hate that. Hate that about me. It would love it to be different. But that's how I knew that it was true. Well I think everyone feels that I don't think anyone and we've done a lot of disc profiles as part of the workplace. Like whether it's been for hiring, recruitment, we'll go into the different ways you can use it. But I think that I don't think there's one person that's actually looked at it and been like, yeah, this is amazing because there's always those little bits that you're like wow I really did not think I was that low to describe what each of them means so D if you're a big D you are big on dominance so this relates to like control power assertiveness Um, it's usually someone who's quite confident outspoken assertive and decisive Mm -hmm. And so I, for influence, it relates to basically the way that you deal with social situations and communication. So a person that's high I uh, would rank uh, really highly in influencing or persuading others. They tend to be quite optimistic, quite open, really enthusiastic, trusting and quite an energetic type of person. Then we've got S, which is steadiness. So this relates to patience, persistence and thoughtfulness. Person who ranks highly in this Places emphasis on things like cooperation, being sincere, dependable, um, and they tend to be fairly calm and deliberate with their dispositions. Mm -hmm. And then the final one, which you see, is conscientiousness. So this relates to structure and organisation. So a person that would be a, a high C would be placing emphasis on their quality, their accuracy. They tend to enjoy their independence and they're relatively detail orientated. So now that you know what all of these mean, let's completely out ourselves and bring up our one that we did um, and see where we rank on that as a mirror to our own working style. Can you guess what ours would be? Tash, do you want to go first with yours? Uh, Yes. So um, adjusted style, which is the ones, I think adjusted style is where you kind of, uh, when you're under pressure, 
from my understanding. Yeah. So adjusted style is like when you're at work under pressure. So they break it up when you do it into adjusted and natural style. So my adjusted style is ID, which is influence and dominance. I am so low on SC. Like I don't even know if oh, we can post these graphs in our story, but wow. Like I don't know if it can get any lower, to be honest. And then my natural style is DI, which I don't know what that means. I feel like that means that I am, I don't know, I don't know, I'm more dominant when I'm natural. You're or, dominant and influential. Or, I don't know. You can be awkward. both. I think that's a really cool one. Mm. My one is a bit more, I mean, there's no, I don't think it's a surprise, but I feel all squishy about it. I'm not sure if I love it. Mine is um, IS. And then my natural style is IC. So I suppose that would be maybe a little bit more influential and maybe systems focused when I'm at work. And then when I'm out in the real world in the wild, probably really still high, high influential, but maybe a little bit more my own person then, like a little bit more free. Yeah. Look, I think like with the, any of this stuff, it's like it's really cool to kind of see what your working style and your natural style is because when I read through, so the best part about these disc profiles is not only do they tell you what type you are, but then they'll go into like really, really deep things. Like I will give you an example. They have told me where my potential development areas are and I'll give you one of them. You may be a selective listener. At times you only hear what you want to hear. Ouch. That is, that you know what they, that's the thing. It's holding up a mirror. Fair play. To ourselves and they, they tell us some things that are some home truths and sometimes they are a bit ouchy. Let me tell you one of mine because we're, we're in the space of sharing. Okay, so my potential development areas would be I might be overly optimistic in judging other people's abilities. Okay. That's um, nice. It's a good one. My high level of enthusiasm may seem by some as shallow or self-absorbed. Uh, hurtful Um, and I might withdraw my ideas in order to avoid making waves or creating controversy wow yes okay very give us a strength give us one of your strengths my strengths okay uh you have the ability to handle both people and details with equal skill and confidence that's a nice one I like that that's a strength yes what about yours um, you have a strong tendency to work towards making things happen rather than waiting for things to happen. I like that. I do. I hope I do. I yeah, really I feel like I'm just going to plaster the strengths up on a wall somewhere and just like bury the other development areas. I don't want to really know about it. But well, one of the other things that they have in here, which is really important, is communication. So um, how this can be utilised in the workplace is when, you're, when you've got the DISC profile, I think one of the most important things is working out, you know, okay, you've got this. It, it, the one that we've got is a paid one, but as I said, there is a free resource that you can use. So depending on the level which you are wanting to commit to it. But one of the benefits of DISC profile in the workplace is improving the communication and collaboration between people. How Penny and I can use that as a, an example is when, I remember when we did these DISC profiles, we did send them through to each other and we said, you know, page I can't remember what page it was but it was one of the pages and there's like shoulds and shouldn'ts when communicating with that person and again this is very 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 clinical in the way that it's done it's not um there's no emotion behind it but an example for me was like when communicating with Natasha others should you know this sound makes me sound like an absolute ogre but whatever um stay on track keep the major points first and get to the main point quickly like that is something that I am quite fast-paced I like you know, I don't like a lot of detail. Whereas 
<laughs> mine, <laughs> mine is ever so slightly different. Yours from memory was more, you know, and it, it kind of speaks to the fact that you're the type of person who picks up the phone all the time and likes to call people. That's true. Because I'm less of a caller and I would rather, even, even one of the things that says in communicating with me was to put the details in writing and don't plan on discussing them too much. Ouch. <laughs> Pretty much don't talk to me. <laughs> well, I feel like mine would be, I guess, like the communication style with me would be like, okay, be certain of that your ideas and information are credible and realistic. I think that's a really important one because I feel like I do get stressed out if like ideas are really quite high in the sky and I don't see like how I can tie them to something based in reality. And I really like this one. Mine was be certain to conclude the communication with modes of action and specific instructions for the next step. Because I feel like if I'm having a conversation and things are moving really fast, I like to know, okay, cool, we've spoken about it. So what are the next plans? And then we go from there. This is how specific it gets into. And I think where this can be utilised in the best way is sending it to your manager and employees and having your team do it because I feel like what it does is it takes out all the emotion out of different things. It's a way to call out people's behaviour in a more unemotional way. Um, for example, like you can't tell somebody that they're a people pleaser. Like that's a horrible thing to say. But if their disc profile says, you know, it's time to show some more dominance in that area, I think that's a really good way to do it. In my case, it's... My sheet was telling me you're, you don't take time to – you're too dominant in those areas. You need to take a step back and you need to um, communicate yourself more effectively. Otherwise, you're not going to get people on your, on your team. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. So I think like one thing to preface all of this is to say that with the disc profiles, it's not a this is good or this is bad. It's basically oh, no it's just a description of what human behavior is like in different situations. So how you can respond to different challenges or how you can influence others or what your preferred pace is like at work, how do you go about like I guess responding to rules and procedures it's not necessarily a good or a bad thing and that's where when we're talking about how you can use it in your personal and professional development it's actually a great way to be able to start looking at areas to be able to build and improve upon yourself and also if you're a manager or a leader a way to be able to guide your team a little bit more and be able to have better insight on how you can work and communicate with other people absolutely and like to say before, an example of that is if you are too much on, say, the D side, you've got a big D, um, and you're more likely then to be, I wouldn't say the word disliked, but less buy-in from employees. Like if you're just kind of speaking at people versus encouraging people through influence, as a leader, that is something really important to know. Because sometimes you don't know when you, you don't know what you don't know. And I think this is a really good reflection of what you don't know. And the same with too much influence. Potentially some people feel like they can walk all over you because they feel like you're so lovely that they can do that. Now, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean one's bad or one's good, exactly mm. like what Penny said. There's, there's two completely different um, spectrums and two completely different ways to improve. However, it's the same way with somebody who's too high in eye, it's, the important thing to work on there is how to own that room, how to get that dominance back. And the perfect thing for someone with too much D, a big D, big D energy, energy is to get that influence back. How do you, you know, use your dominance to encourage influence within a boardroom, within a meeting? I think that's really, really important too with leadership roles in particular. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's, it's just, it's a tool like anything else, like any kind of personality test to be able to kind of identify where your, where your strengths are and where your areas of improvement lay. So I think the big part of the DISC profile and how it can be possibly used in personal and professional development is around also trying to figure out what the right profession is for you. And we've got a lot of, um, I guess, a very wide variety of audience members here listening to us. And I know that sometimes when you get into a career path, you can kind of feel like maybe this is or it isn't the right fit for you. And I feel like for those just starting out in their careers or maybe those looking to make a career change, this is such a useful tool for those trying to consider a profession that would be best suited to their natural and adapted working styles. Absolutely. If you're really high, for example, if you're someone with really high influence, for example, you're, you're skyrocket off the eye and, um, you know, you've, you find yourself in the position of people, you know, people management, being with people, you look at that and you're like, okay, that's probably the path that I should go down. Whereas if you are, you know, wanting to do a sales role and you look at it and you're very high D, and you've got a your whole income is based on how much you're going to be able to work with clients. Potentially, it's probably worth looking at improving the eye before you go into a situation like that. Um, so it's it's all about, and I think these are kind of like benchmarks as well. We use them as benchmarks. Like when we saw them, we were like, okay, cool. This is this is a bit of a look. And like, let me just preface all this. It is a test that you do mm. for like. 15 minutes but to be completely honest when we read out our um profiles we were all nodding we're like yep yep especially the good things the good parts are the best part because you look at it you're like oh wow do i do that yeah it's it's such a nice way to look at yourself that i guess you may not necessarily be able to articulate those parts of you but something like this really it almost finds a way to contain the good the bad the ugly of all of your personality and working traits and styles which i i think is really important and i think it's really useful for i guess being able to improve your self-awareness and your emotional intelligence and even further down the way like your communication skills at work because it just gives you insight into yourself that people may not be able to articulate if they did say to you like you know you're you're you can be really you know um like soft person you're easy to walk all over i mean that kind of conversation with anyone it's shitty makes you feel horrible but when you actually hear the word people pleaser and high influence it's actually amazing because when you actually break down what that is and like it just means that so many people want to be around you and that you're you know it is a powerful it is a really really powerful tool to know that that's actually a superpower it's not something that should be hindering you no and the same way that you know a dominance or a person that is more systems or um, process driven none of this is necessarily a bad thing it takes all types to make a workforce and to make a workplace and or even to make a, a business or in some levels even to be able to consult like everybody needs an element of all four of the personality styles combined to create an effective environment it's it also helps you choose who to work with. Yeah. So a great example is Penny and I. Like Penny and I, but I don't have any steadiness or conscientiousness about me. But Penny does. And that's what works really well with us is the fact that you have, though that you know, you're, you do have that patience, persistence, that thoughtfulness, like though in those areas, especially when it isn't hugely aggravated you know stress timelines all of these things are happening to have somebody with that is huge you need somebody by your side with that because somebody who's like me who who's more I don't know emotional I guess and um assertive needs that person to kind of be to to help (laughs) and help and kind of help filter it through and even like the influence you know 
the influence side, I think, is one of the most important things. And it was one of the biggest factors in hiring Penny. I remember when we we got Penny to do the disc profile as a hiring tool. So that's the other way that you can use it is when you're wondering, you know, you've got two people who to hire. Well, we did our disc profiles and myself and the director at the time, we were both big old D's and we're like oh my god we cannot hire another big D because it's just going to be all these big D's up in the R and it's just not going to work so what we did was when Penny and Penny's came back and we were like oh my god this is exactly and we did the whole companies at that time actually um, and Penny's came back and she was exactly what we needed and what we were missing and it was somebody who was just so high in influence and then to be honest when she came in that was that, that disc profile could not have been more accurate because as soon as she came in, it was like, oh my god, thank goodness! Like, culture was, you know, a bit, a bit iffy at the time. Like things, we just come out of COVID, like we we're just going through COVID. Like things were just, we needed that person. We needed that person who was just such a good person and people loved to work with. And she was like that. She was that for us at the time, and it was just such a good way to kind of do it clinically before we hired her because, you know, it was a big role for us. It was one of our, like, biggest roles that we are hiring. It was a senior role, one of the first senior roles we had hired, actually. Um, so, you know, we put a lot of importance in the role, and, it, and thanks to the DISC profile, it kind of came to fruition. Yeah, and, and like-minded for someone like myself who is a hire and I, I do feel like I have gaps in, in my ability, I guess, to be maybe a little bit more decisive or maybe a little bit more assertive. And I feel like that's where working with someone like yourself, Tash, who is that person who can just get shit done. Like I feel like if I could sum you up the best in the best way possible, it's like you're that person that's able to move things forward and drive things through. Mm. And also like to to be noted as well, you are quite high in eye as well as a person. So it is a nice balance because I don't know if I could, I guess, it's like work with someone who's 100% all D. All the same with you though. Like I, I think that if you were to do, and I we, so when we originally did these disc profiles years ago, was when we first started working yeah. together, are your, your, you would have grown a big D since then, Penny. Wow. <laughs> How many times have you said big D's in this episode? I'm a child when it comes to D joke. I just, yeah, I think when it comes to, the growth and self-growth, I think it's really, really important because obviously when you're feeling that out, you know, when you first started, when I feel that out, like we were both in very different positions in our lives and like we didn't, I don't know, it would be really interesting to fill them out now and it's probably a, an action step for us after this is to fill them out and compare. But I'd really strongly suggest for anybody listening, um, look it up, see see what, you're, see what you are, let us know literally slide into our dms and tell us how big your d is yeah please do and i will put it up at a language way at the start of this episode but i think in like to sum it all up disc profiles can be a really useful tool for anyone at work if you're trying to figure out your career path if you're trying to figure out your direction if you're trying to figure out the best way to lead a team or to work with other people i promise you this is a tool that you have to have to use so check it out okay so to summarize, DISC profile is a really useful tool in the workplace. I think that if you are going to conduct a DISC assessment, just remember it's something as a tool to raise your self-awareness, to be able to enhance your teamwork. It essentially will help strengthen your customer service and sales abilities because you're improving those parts of yourself, helps you to manage more effectively, create empathy, and helps your employees to engage. So it's a really useful tool, whether you are a solo person, whether you're working in a big team, whether you're trying to transition into leadership, or whether or not you're just a, a person in the world just wants to figure out a little bit more about how they can best sort of figure out their career path honestly it's a really useful tool no matter where you're at in your career and I definitely definitely recommend it It certainly taught us a lot about ourselves and we hope that you learned a little bit of something about us too 
Absolutely. Let us know where, if you do the test, I'd love to know what you guys are. It's always good to share and just hear other people's journeys when trying it out. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye.